Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Well, hello there. Welcome to our first Tech Talk. Wait, it's a new month. It's December. Let, let's fix that. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. There we go. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the first December 2023 edition of Tech Talk. It's Christmas Truck Parade and Langford Light Up Weekend. Glad to have you along. I'm Alan. Frohe Weihnacht on Gary at Tesseract. There we go. <laughs> and I'm Brian Pavlich, it's your Tech Talk producer. Can you do another language? Uh, I not on the not <laughs> not on the spot. I can't remember. <laughs> okay, come up with Merry Christmas in your native language. Uh, Glad to have you along. Whether you're live with us on December second, Saturday, or Sunday afternoon, the third, or the podcast that Brian will make for you, everything's all on the new site of the show notes. If you go to the old one, you'll see a message there sending you to the new one, and I will make it so you don't even have to go there. It'll just take you there automatically. It is tech hyphen talk t-e-c-h hyphen t-a-l-k dot c-a thanks to brian who's been working hard behind the scenes teaching me how to do the notes think we're okay oh yeah you're doing re- alan did the show notes all on his own he's yeah. really picked it up i did not have to call brian in the wee hours to say what do i do <laughs> something really special for you uh, in the notes off the top uh, gary uh has done this again uh, a CFAX Santa's Anonymous bundle. We'll have one next weekend as well from Francis, Peter, and Richard and the gang cool. at Priority One. But off the top, you will see the picture of Gary with his smiling face there in the store. This is an auction bundle, silent auction. It's worth uh, more than $1,000. Yeah, it is. Um, basically, every year, I try and do something through the store. Uh, aside from what I personally do for uh, for Santa's Anonymous, uh, we are collecting gifts again this year. Cash donations, if you want to drop those off yeah. the store, we love you. Uh, but I decided let's let's give an entire system away, not just a computer. So I put together a Core i7 9th Gen. It's a Dell uh, refurbished, new hard drive, fully refurbished, yeah. Windows 11 Pro. So we often say that with some of the refurbished computers that you sell for budget prices, that these are basic computers. Yeah. This is not one this of is, those. This is pretty high-end. I mean, it's yeah. not a gaming system. It will not handle a big gaming card yeah. because it is half height. Yeah. Uh, but if you're doing photo editing, if you're doing a bit of video editing, wow. Yeah. Um, we're including a brand new 24-inch ViewSonic uh, LCD. Yeah. A brand new two terabyte uh, external hard drive for your backup. New 64 gig Kingston USB-C drive just for storing a few files. Yeah. New speakers, new wireless mouse and keyboard, new webcam with microphone, new surge protector, a can of dust away to keep it clean. We're going to include uh, malware bytes for the first year. And Alan has, uh, this morning I discovered, uh, offered for delivery and setup anywhere on the South Island. Well, of course. Yeah, so we, it's a bundle worth well over $1,000. What we're going to do is we're going to open the bidding here on the show today. Uh, being Saturday live, on Sunday you're not going to be able to get through to us. Uh, after the show today, I'll be at the store until 2 o'clock where we'll also be accepting bids. And then all the way through Thursday at closing time. We're going to accept bids, and Friday during uh, the CFAX uh, Miracle on Broad, yep. we're going to announce the winner. What are you thinking? I'm not thinking, but you know what? I'm going to I'm going to double this up. Whatever the bid is, I'm going to match it. What? Yeah, I'll personally match the bad. Whoa! The bid. Yeah. 
Oh, nice. So you let's. You Thanks, know what? Harry. See what I'm, having a heart attack has done to you? Oh, I know. It's, my <laughs> Sorry, heart, that was, Ebenezer it's, over it's, here. It's, it's, as, as they say, the Grinch. My heart grew and grew. Did, <laughs> did like, you have a? Were you visited by three ghosts, Gary? <laughs> okay, uh, no. I'll update the notes of that one. So the picture of it is there. The the things that Gary just said are all in the show notes. Brian is standing by to take phone calls. Just need. To, we're doing this on the honor system, so yeah. we just need your first name and the amount that you are bidding. Uh, Peter's already got the first bid in by text. Didn't get a chance to do the Fantastic. numbers. Fantastic. $350. Peter, thank you. This so, is very, very important to me, and frankly, it's important to the community. Yes, very much, particularly this year more, yeah, more than ever. Yeah. So I'm typing so that into you. the show notes. The highest bidder is Peter at... So there, that's how it goes. So Brian and I will keep this updated. You'll see the reflections. I just have to publish. And in a few seconds, that will show up on the website. So by all means, call us, 250-386-1161, while we're live on Saturday. Star 1070 on a mobile phone. Text to 107010-107010. If you're texting in a bid, please just start the message with bid, just so I'll know to pop that into the screen, and and your phone number. We will not put the phone numbers no. or anything out. That's just so we can track you down if you win. And then you can follow this during the week. I will update the show notes during the week with the, so yeah. you'll know where, and where you the high bid is. If you need to, you can contact us at the store. We'll also let you know. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for doing that. And as Peter pleasure. and Francis and the gang at Priority One are going to do something similar for next weekend oh, as well. I'm looking, so forward, another I'm looking forward to it because, yes. yeah, it's, I love it. Okay. Lots of stuff to talk about on the show today. One of the things I will have for you in proper form is a separate tab on the show notes for next weekend of Christmas tech gift ideas. But A, I need time. <laughs> Good <laughs> and, luck with that. And B, I need your suggestions. So if there's something that you have bought for somebody or something that you've received and you go, wow, this is one of those awesome things and it's techie, then by all means, get a hold of us and I will curate them, find out. I want to try and get them from local stores if I can. There are a couple down there that we will talk about that uh, are, one is available in local stores, one is not. A plasma-powered lighter and light is in there. We'll talk more about about that as well. Uh, A couple travel things to tell you about that we'll, that we'll go through. In fact, I'll do one right now because I was helping some people that are going through their list um, because they're going to go visit family back east and then they're going to be going to Europe in right after New Year's. And I said, okay, one of the things you need to do is you need to make sure you get your ETIAS visa waiver. And they go, what's that? And I explained. And I said, let me show you. The- oh, when I went to the website, they've put off the requirement until 2025. So... You're still going to need it, but the EU has quietly decided to delay the starting up of the ETIAS visa waiver program until 2025. It was supposed to start January 1st. ETIAS stands for the European Travel Information and Authorization System. This info is number 20 in the show notes. They created it in an effort to identify risks associated with visa waiver exempt visitors. So, for example, if Gary decides he's going to go, go back to Europe, then they would check to see that you're not on the no-fly list. And some people's names are more likely to do that. I'll just travel on a different, my other passport. An ETS visa waiver will cost seven euros, which is about $10 Canadians. If you're under 18 or 70 or older, you won't have to pay for one, but you still will need one. But for Frederica and the family, relax. As I told you, now the startup has been delayed until 2025. More information is there. So put that one off for a year. The other really good travel one, 
Just in time for the holidays, Air Canada has added real-time baggage and mobility aid tracking to its mobile app. So, And it's called the Five Points. So when you check it in, when it goes to luggage handling, when it goes onto the plane... And when it goes to the wrong destination. But at least you'll... And it uses the same... Basically, it lets us see what the employees see, which is... Why didn't we think of this mm. some time ago? So it's built right into the app. Right now, it's going to, for Christmas, traveling within Canada. But then it's going to be expanded to Air Canada's U.S. flights next year, and then over time to select international destinations. And that way, if the baggage does get misplaced or redirected or lost, then you don't have to go through the complicated procedure because it'll be right on the app. And you can say, see, it's in Montreal. Nice. I'm in Toronto. Help. So, I mean, congratulations, Swear Canada, for doing that one. So, that one is there. That one is item number 19 in the show notes. If you're flying Air Canada, between now and the holidays in particular, make sure you have the latest version of the app, because that's where, that's where it becomes available. Uh, on an iPhone or an iPad, you update the app by going to the App Store. Up in the top right corner will either be your initials, a picture that you chose, or a head and shoulders icon. You tap on that, and that takes you to the settings for the App Store. I don't know why we have to, why there isn't a simpler way to do this, Brian, but it's like five steps. Right. I think they usually assume that everyone's just going to get their automatic updates, and so it's they haven't made it like yeah uh, at the forefront for to trigger it yourself. But what? But they haven't caught up with the world because the problem is you're flying today. The app update is waiting there, but it hasn't mm. been updated. It'll get done in two or three days. Sure. And in the meantime, you don't, you can't watch your movies on the plane, or in this case, track your baggage. So again, yep. iPhone or iPad, you go to the App Store, go up to the circle in the top right corner, then you pull down in the middle of the screen like a spring, a little wheel spins, and it says fourteen updates. In fact, I'll do it right now uh, because we have another one today. So I go just to tell you, because I did this yesterday, just to show you how fast these updates come out. Click on my picture, pull down with my finger, and scroll up, and it says update 22. Whoa. I did this yesterday morning to show a lady. Is this because of the Apple's pushed out um, yes. security patch and then a bunch of apps needed to Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so this is good timing. You guys tried as well. Yeah. See how many apps that you get. So App Store... You have to find my app store. There we go. There we go. Uh, Yeah, no internet connection because I'm using it. Oh, okay. I'll check that one there. And download. There we go. So, yep, 22. And lo and behold, Air Canada is one of them. So, (laughs) there you go. Anyway, that is item number 19. If you know people that are going traveling on Air Canada, then show them this so they can... I don't have a single update. My phone is completely up to date. Ah. (laughs) Aren't you special? Did I set something different (laughs) here or how is this... Okay, we'll open up the phone lines here in just a sec after a break. Oh, by the way, uh, we have some more Panettone. This one is courtesy of Dale. This is not a brand or a source uh, that I know. Gary, you've got this in front of you. You've got to say it with your hands. Panettone Classico. From La Familia. La Familia. Yes, Mm. and and Dale uh, got this at a place. uh, Some of you are probably going, oh, okay, we know this, but I don't. The Garden Market on Dominion in Esquimalt. This is a smaller one. Not small, just smaller. It's only 500 grams. Okay, so half a kilo. That's good. We could scarf that down. Yeah, <laughs> speak for it's yourself. Already, it's already a quarter gone, <laughs> to be honest. It is there. We're trying it out. It's still, it's close, but still the Costco one is my favorite. 
It might so. <laughs> Trina was suggesting she's like it's the preservatives in the Costco one that keep uh-huh. it so moist and fluffy. But look at the ingredients. I've had it like I've had one open for a week, yeah, and it's just as soft and fluffy on the yeah, seventh day. It tells you there's something wrong. But, but there's no preservatives it's delicious, when you look at so it. I yeah. Don't care, really. Anyway, there we go. Uh, but thank you to the to the guys at the Italian Deli. It was in there picking up theirs. We'll have mm-hmm. those. Emma's already tried one at home. Pretty awesome. She likes the chocolate one. I know <laughs> that one. Oh, speaking of which, just before we go to break, there. This is this is really. This is, I'll get Gary to read this. This is a really nice handwritten letter with a two-page recipe that Sandy sent in after when Emma was on with you with us uh, last month. Oh, I'm going to read part of the letter. Yeah. Uh, Dear Mr. Perry, as promised, here is the recipe for Austrian Lebkuchen. It really is delicious and stays fresh for at least one month. And she's handwritten mm. out the recipe with the instructions on two pages. This is Basler, B with the two dots over the A, That's Basler like- Lebkuchen, mm-hmm. including the fact that one of the ingredients, uh, this is really interesting, is one tablespoon of ammonium carbonate available only from a combining pharmacy. And she's given me the address of the one on Rest Haven Drive. You see, you're nice and close. You're going to be able to make this. Emma was just mm. absolutely tickled pink when I took this home to her, Sandy. Aww. So thank you. So we're going to make this. Uh, probably in the next in the next week or so. It is that Christmas nice. time. We're going to get the ingredient. We're going to make this, and then we'll bring it in. You know, and we'll make sure that Gary gets some as well. That's one I will try. Yeah, this is Austrian, so this and so Emma's curious to see what the difference is between that and German. Um, yes, so a border. Okay, quick break, <laughs> and Faye and Werner on the phone lines up next. As we roll on for December 2nd and 3rd of 2023 on Tech Talk with Alan and Gary and Brian and right to the phone lines. And Merry Christmas, Faye. Oh, Merry Christmas to you, too. I hope it's not too early to say that. It feels a little weird, but it is December. That's the rule for me. Got to be December. Well, I'm hoping that we can make my daughter's Christmas better. Go for Mm -hmm. it. See if we can help. Fingers crossed. Well, she had a problem with her cell phone screen. Hmm. And after all the fiddling around and stuff, it permanently locked itself. So, so with this, because was it because the screen was broken that it wasn't receiving the the correct pin that she was trying to type in? Um, I believe she had a replacement screen, but it must have been faulty or something, mm. and it was the wrong numbers. Okay. But anyway, the only problem is there are two thousand pictures on there, mm-hmm. so they should be available on iCloud if her iCloud backup was done. She didn't have enough room on the iCloud at the time. She has since increased it, but... Oh, it won't sync. Okay. okay. Well, um, if it wasn't disabled already, she could have plugged it in and it would have, yeah. could have synced in the background. So there's a couple options here. They're both out on the limb. <laughs> so um, first of all, um, not for your daughter, because it sounds like she knows what the pin was, but something went side with theirs. Please, everybody, make sure that your passcode is... Um, and you don't have to write down the actual passcode, Gary. You can tape a note to the fridge that gives you the clue to the passcode. Yep. What I would say to you if you forgot it, whatever, you don't have to write down the numbers per no. se. Don't put that information inside the phone because if you can't get in, that's going to be useless. Although if it's synced to an iPad, then you could get it from there. Um, but in this case, so number one, I would take it down to, to Black Apple Cellular at their location on Quadra at Kings, right across from Fairway Market. Okay. They can they can 
replace the screen, even if only on a temporary basis, if that's what we need to get it there. Um, if the passcode has been changed and you don't know what it is? Well, her problem is that she, in order to reopen the cell phone, she has, she'll lose all her data. No, that's only if they... No, that's... No, not... No, Brian, wrong. Not to, not to replace the battery or the screen. The data will be fine. That that's fine. You can replace the screen without the without having to affect the data. Everything stays inside. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, the screen is okay, but it's totally locked. She cannot. So the message is is this. So this device is disabled. It is. Okay. Um. Which do you know, Faye? Which iPhone it is? Um. On iPhone, and I wrote it down. Of course, Good. remember. Okay, while you're looking for that, the second question is going to be: Do you know where it was purchased? It is a Rogers account. Okay. Okay. I think it came from Hillside, but I'm not. But it was actually bought from Rogers back then. It would have been Shaw. Yeah. Okay. iPhone 14. Okay. So there is a way around this. Um, okay, I found the model. It's an iPhone SE. Okay. So this is still doable. So as long as it was bought in her name, then what you can do is you can get a printout from Rogers, and they can work with their same company, different mm-hmm. name, Shaw, to get it. But they need to literally print you out a receipt showing the purchase of the phone with her name on it. And then you can scan that, and you can send it to Apple support. This won't be overnight. It'll take a little bit, but they will then arrange for uh, her to take it to an Apple-authorized service center, which would be London Drugs, or simply computing. Or restart. Yeah, or restart. And they would then have them plug it into their system, contact Apple support, and Apple would issue an unlock code. So it's a several steps, but it means the stuff is is get backable. So oh. s- start with that. Go to go to Rogers and explain what you're trying to do, and get a printed receipt showing her name on it with that phone and the serial number. And then you can contact uh, Apple go, go support. Apple support, yeah, oh. through the app in the same account. Yes. So- Does she have an iPad? Um, I don't think so. Okay, no problem. What I'm concerned about is she took it to a place and they said, no, there's no way to get your pictures back. Well, sure. Well, I, well, no, not traditionally. There yeah. is no way that Brian or I or Gary or any yeah. of our people can do it on their own. London Drugs couldn't do it on no. their own. Neither could, you know, we're going to need Apple to step in and use their special powers once they can be satisfied that this is the owner of the phone. That's why it has to be in her name, which is a problem, Brian, if somebody buys a phone as a gift for somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Because then it's in the name of the, it's in the, name of the owner, and we have to find the owner in order to do that. But yet we've done this several times for people who have just simply... And really, you've, so my understanding was you're out of luck. But so you've gotten Apple... Will, I mean, yeah, they're so much more helpful than Microsoft. They've yes. said, they've said, yeah, good, too bad you're... No, but you need to physically scan it and send it to them. And in one case, they even called the store where it was bought because yeah. it wasn't bought at an Apple store 
they called the store to say, we're just double checking. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and then they said, okay. And so, yeah, then they get them to plug it in to their diagnostic system, put in a request to Apple support with a special case number. Somebody at the other end goes, blip. And yes, you're back. Yep. If you finance the phone, is there any trouble getting a receipt for it? No. No, because you're no. still getting a receipt for it. Yep. So start with that. Go to Rogers, explain what you're up to, and say you need a printed receipt with her name and the serial number for the phone. And if you want, reach out to, to Brian or me or get your daughter to do this, Faye, and we should be able to get this back. Okay. Well, thanks a lot, Alan. We'll start with that. Then. Alrighty. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. So for everybody else, please, to avoid the stress that you could hear in their voice there, mm-hmm. if you have more photos or stuff on your iPhone or your iPad than the five gigabytes of free storage, $1.29 a month. Please get that extra storage. Yeah, yeah that's next to nothing for 50 gigs, which gets you a long way. Yeah, and if you want, you can share it on a family plan. If oh, you're yeah. only going to use 20 and the other person, you know, you can do that. It's not, yeah, we're frugal here. Gary, we try to save people a lot of money, but this is not one to, to avoid. Same thing if you're on a Windows computer. If the OneDrive cloud storage from Microsoft, also 5 gigs yep. free. But now you can pay $19 a year and get 100 gigs. Or you can get Microsoft Office for 79 a year and get a terabyte. 1,000, yes, you can do that. But please do one or the other because it's really painful for us not to mention the yeah. person on the other end saying no I'm sorry you can't and you know they're right there they're yeah. inside that thing right. but something's something's gone south so there we go when we come back after news update uh, important updates for iPhones iPads and Macs and watch out for the latest skins and also some incorrect information that's out there and it's coming from police departments If you've been told that you need to disable Apple's name drop feature because it allows people to steal your contact info, and it came from the police department, totally incorrect. We will debunk that one when we continue. Stay with us. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. December 2nd and 3rd, the month is here. Less than a month to ho-ho-ho. Glad to have you along. If you're just tuning in, Alan Perry here. Gary from Tesseract. Stretton Bozich. Brian Pavlicic, your Tech Talk producer. Hey, you got you it. Got there it. we go. And <laughs> that was... On the spot, I was like, I wanted to say Stretton Uskurst, which is Easter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Croatian, Croatian for Merry Christmas. There you go. That's I've never heard that before. I don't think you've ever said that. Cool. No, I don't think so. Glad to have you along. If you're just tuning in, we are, among everything else that we're doing, we are doing a silent auction on a computer bundle to benefit CFAX Santa's Anonymous for the Miracle on Broad Street. Gary's donated the entire bundle. It's all detailed in the show notes, which are now at tech-talk, or if you're listening to us in the USA, tech-talk.ca. And we're taking bids by phone or by text or by email. The email is techtalk at cfax1070.com. The text is 107010. Peter currently has the high bid of $350. This will go through until the end of business on Thursday, and then Gary can announce the winner uh, on the Miracle on Broad Street next weekend. Mm-hmm. Back to the phone lines, and Werner's been waiting there. Hi, Werner. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Okay, Gary, Hello. now you can practice your German. Good morning. Good morning. danke. <laughs> International show. You've got a challenge with your email, I understand. Yeah, I do. Uh, I don't know, for some reason, this thing, uh, the inbox just 
stopped. I mean, I've got, I'm sitting here in, in, in May and it's not moving yet. This is on the computer or on your iPhone? On the computer. On the computer. What oh, program yeah. are you using? The new Outlook Mail app. We set it up for him and got it all tickety booed so it's running fine. Okay. Um, so. The thing, uh, one other thing is I want to mention that on the, where it says inbox, it, it tells you the numbers. Yes. When another, another email comes in, it'll, it'll up the number. But, uh, uh, of course, I can also see it on my you, phone. But, uh, filter, a filter is probably oh, on. Oh, yes. Like a, have, a you ac- have you accidentally... Um, now, I'm doing the Outlook Mail, which is a new layout, and I don't have it on the current oh. Bell computer here. The Outlook Mail app, at the top of the column, I think there are three lines in an inverted triangle. Do you have it, Gary, on your no, PC? I've got no, it. I've just, Ryan's going to open I just it bought this PC, so no. Yes. Jeez, Gary. Get his new one. So at the top of the column where the emails are all listed, and you said the top one is May, there's a couple icons at the top of that, Werner? Yeah. Is one of them three inverted lines, like a triangle of lines, the tallest one is... Yes. Okay, can you click on that? Sure. And and what does that show you? It says all, then unread, then flagged to me. Yep, Click, click on the word all. Oh, yes. Okay. Does that change anything? No, sir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Troubleshooting on the on the fly here. Um, <laughs> the, the If we can't quickly figure this out, what I would do if I was there, uh, Gary, is I would just simply delete Werner's account and put it and, back in because yeah. the emails are all stored on the cloud. Um, can you check your iPhone and see if they're there, Werner, and see if the... if the, the, the newer emails are showing up there on your email app? That's yeah. the blue and white envelope. They're all there? They're all there. Okay. So we can try force closing the app. So let's try this. So and this is something else for everybody to know. If an app like this misbehaves, we want to digitally smack it upside the head. So you're going to use, you can put the phone if you want on speakerphone or you can put it down, Werner. You're going to hold down control and shift together in the bottom left of the keyboard. And you're going to tap the escape, the ESC key, up in the top left corner. Okay. That's that's going to open up the task manager. That'll be a little square on the screen. Yep, and you're going to see Outlook Mail, and you can click on that, and then click on End Task in the bottom right corner of that pop-up. Well, it says Outlook New. Yeah, click on that, and then click on End Task in the bottom right corner. Okay. Your mail should have vanished now. Has yeah, yes. you can close down the task manager with the little X in the corner and reopen and reopen your Outlook Mail with the little icon down on the bottom of the screen. Yep. Fingers crossed. Let's see if that works. Uh, no. Okay. So we're just going to, as much as I would love to know what's causing the bug, um, I'll check with you after the show and uh, I'll... I'll remotely connect to your computer, and we will um, uninstall... We'll just delete your account and put your account back in, and it will work, and we'll never know what caused it. I, I have not seen this before, Gary, since the Outlook Mail app came out. Have you had no. this problem? Actually, no. the only problem I had when it first came out was that uh, my contacts didn't move over, and yes. the autofill wouldn't work because there were no contacts. Yeah. Uh, 
right now I'm just setting what? it up and it's just saying, hmm, there's a problem, try again later. Oh, I know what that is. Your account is locked. Okay, I'll walk you through yeah. that. No, no yep. my Gmail account's not locked. Sorry, Bernard? Yeah, no, I'm saying on top here where it says home, view, and help, home is underlined. That's correct. You're on the home tab. That's what it's supposed okay. to be. Yep. Oh, I know there's one more thing we can try, and this is good for everybody else, so it's good to... Up in the top right corner is the gear for the settings. It used to be at yeah. the bottom left. Click on the gear. Yeah. Okay. And then when you do that, you'll see your you'll see your account there. Yeah. And does is there any symbol or anything to the right of your of your email address? Sometimes there's an exclamation mark or a symbol indicating the account has been locked. Well, it says in red, sign in request. Oh, there you go. That's all it was. Okay, this was that once a year thing where Microsoft Gary locks the account to prove Werner's still with us. Okay, yeah. so just simply click on sign in required, Werner. And then it's going to, it's either going to ask for the pin code for the computer or it's going to ask for your Microsoft account password. Yeah. Uh, select continue. Uh huh. Sign in. Okay, we'll see what happens here. Yeah. Uh, okay. This email account has already been added. Would you like to remove it? Yes. Remove it? Yes. It's trying to add it twice for some reason. Okay. So now it should show just the one account there. Yes, it does. And there's no there's no sign-in required or anything there? No, sir. Okay, so close the mail app down. Thanks for being patient through this. I know this is frustrating. Close it down and then reopen it and see if it looks okay now. And don't worry if it doesn't. We have the ace up our sleeve. No, sir. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna delete that the main account and put it back in, and I'll, I'll walk you through those settings. I'll give you a call after the show finishes. Thank you. All right, thanks, Werner. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. So we'll figure out what that's. And that's the first not not seeing that one there. So leave myself a note to call Werner. Okay. I got a follow up here from uh, Ernie, who I stayed after the show and we talked for like an hour and a half troubleshooting. I remote signed it into his computer. Yes. And it the new Outlook will not accept his wife's Outlook account. Just no way. I've tried absolutely everything under the sun other than reinstalling Windows or creating yep. a whole different Windows profile because wow. there's something wrong with it. But I mean, I've removed the credentials and re-added, you know, forced it to re-add them and it just cannot, it keeps saying it can't reach the Outlook, the mail server, even though everything is totally intact with the account. So yeah, Outlook still seems to be pretty yeah. buggy. A little wow. bit buggy. Yeah. We have a new bid for your computer bundle. Yes. Diane just called in. She said, I want to get the party started. Yep. Did you see the number, Alan? No. She's bumped it to $1,000. All right. So, Bill, I was about to put yours in at 750 oh, so... Wow. Okay. So, Brian is editing that on the screen, so that'll Fantastic. pop up in just a sec. Um, I sh we should add, um, with the old notes, they used to happen live. If you would see us typing, it would change. Yes. Um, on Gamma, we publish, and then you just have to refresh the page to see the changes there. Yes. So once uh, we get a 10-second delay, and then you just hit the little circle up in the corner of the screen. Okay, another call coming in there. Brian will grab that while we take oh. a break, and back with more multitasking here on Tech Talk as we begin the month of December. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. 
As we continue on the Christmas Truck Parade Langford Light Up Weekend Edition of Tech Talk. Yes, the Christmas Truck Parade, The this is their 24th year, the, the IEOA. The, uh, <laughs> uh, my brain just went, uh, Island Equipment Owners Association has been, has been doing this. It's a special thing. We're looking forward to taking uh, Emma, our it, student from uh, Germany. Michelle and I will be, again... Yep. Parking ourselves, corner Yates and Blanchard. Just, yep. it's it's amazing to watch. Saturday night starts at 5 p.m. at Ogden Point, winds its way along the Victoria waterfront through Oak Bay, through downtown Victoria, out through View Royal, Colwood, uh, Langford, and then ending up at Royal Bay at 8 p.m. Oh, yes, yeah, the new ending spot. Yes, that's yep. the new ending spot. It's really cool. It's something that they don't do anywhere else. And yeah. some, of these, some of these companies and the employees spend an entire week decorating these things. And, like, they've got a dump truck from, I think, Butler. I'm not sure. I hope I got that right. And they actually make it so the, not the dump truck, the cement truck. And the drum still, the drum still still turns with the lights. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So that's there. So that's, that's going on as well. Links to all this are in the, I put a temporary thing into the show notes under Christmas events. That's just one of many. They've tied it through with Langford's light up Mm -hmm. at Memorial Park and Langford Station. That starts at three o'clock. And then Santa arrives in a fire truck at 5.15, and then all the lighted trucks come by around 7.20 p.m. So that's going on. And, of course, across the way from us here at the Pandora Box... Is the Lights of Wonder. They are illuminated nightly in Centennial Square. I'm pretty sure if you have an eagle eye, you can see that from the space station. <laughs> it's a lot of LED oh, lights. Oh, boy. And if you want some Christmas craft fairs, I just mentioned this. Uh, because we're going to be taking Emma to a bunch of these. Time. We can hit. 42nd Annual Dickens Christmas Craft Fair this Saturday only. In other words, today as we're live in the James Bay Community Center. Royal BC Museum is hosting its first annual Outdoor Winterfest Multicultural Market all weekend outside the museum. The Big Touch of Salt Spring Craft Fair is on this weekend at the Saanich Fairgrounds. I think we're going to hit that. The Nerdy Days of Christmas Fair is on this weekend in Market Square. Abkhazi Gardens has got a festive market this weekend in Fairfield. And the annual Souk Winter Market, which is a big one, is on Saturday only at the Souk Region Museum. Links to all of those are in the new home for the show notes at tech-talk.ca. There is also one great deal. First of all, thank you to everybody that took the time to take advantage of the Black Friday deals last weekend, but especially to those of you that sent texts and emails and even pictures and phone calls to say thanks for all the work you did. It was a lot of work, but it, Brian, it's really rewarding. Oh, that's great. I, I know how much work you put into that. Like. <laughs> it was a team effort. Everybody was contributing and finding, and then we found this company's gone better on the deal, so update the notes and all that. You were even having to go in person, though. You were like, hey, I've just stopped off at this place and grabbed their... It was easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I do miss the flyers. The flyers did make it easy. London Drugs mm-hmm. had a flyer, but, but other stores, I used to have uh, the collection. Canadian Tire had a flyer. Yep. Yep. Things like that. So Wally World didn't. So no. things like that. So anyway, but one just one tech deal. I took a break from finding other ones this week because I was busy delivering all the printers and everything that we bought for everybody. Mary and James Bay, yes, we got you one of the $200 printers. I'll call you to arrange to get that to you, uh, as well as Harry in Royal Oak. And two more. There's a stack of 
five in the garage. Susanna, why do we have a stack of printers? Anyway. Because you're going to print a lot. Yes, but you have one special deal, uh, and normally we would say when you reopen on Monday, but because people are doing Christmas shopping and all the events it's, downtown. Yeah, I'm putting in uh, part of a sixth day a week. Uh, so I, I decided, I, I managed to source, and I could only get six of them. Uh, refurbished HP Elite books. They're the 830G6. They're a 15.6-inch laptop. They are an 8th gen. Actually, no, they're not a 15.6. They're not? No, they're a 14. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll yeah. fix that right now. Please, thank sorry. you. Sorry. Uh, they are Core i5 8th gen, uh, 8 gigs RAM, and a new 256 gig NVMe SSD, so really quick. Yeah. Uh, Windows 11 Pro. I have put a one-year warranty on these, and, and you know, it's it's because the Elite books are such a good build. Yeah that I can do that. Um, I'm flimsy. pretty sure they're not going anywhere. Yeah, and these are nice thin little yeah. units. I took and a picture of them on Gary's shelf and put it into the notes just so if you're thinking of buying something for a Christmas gift or something, yeah. these are good. And I, and I have to say, it's not a massive savings over my regular price, but the regular price is because I always want, I already wanted to price them for Christmas. Yeah. So they were three ninety nine. Today I've got them on for three eighty. Yeah. And of that three eighty, as as with everything else, yeah. twenty five is going to uh, Santa's and Arms. Yeah. But if so you were to go down and price day. If you go and price an equivalent new model in a store... You're looking at about $900. Yeah. So there you go. So And Gary is going to leave the studio. So if you're listening to us on Sunday, he's off. Yes. But if you're listening to us live on Saturday, Gary is going to leave the studio right when we finish at noon and head down to Tesseract. So I'll be there about 12.15. Yeah, till 2 p.m. Yes. Just because I know this... Well, I have couple. to get ready for the light truck parade. Yes. But a couple of people will want to, I'm sure, will want to come in and get one of those. So only six I would like, of them. like that. Thanks. And if then, if there are any left, then Monday on you Monday, can call. You if you're listening to us on Sunday or the podcast, takes your chances on Monday. But there we go. Okay, the other big one that is, oh, Leona's on the phone, so I'll do that. And then we have, eh, Alan gets to go, told you so. Uh-huh. Uh, Google has agreed to pay $100 million a year to Canadian news outlets. So we'll talk about yes. that. But, but first of all, Merry Christmas, Leona. Merry Christmas, you guys. How can we help? Um, a couple of um, iPhone questions. I keep getting a Google pop-up, like sign into Google. Um, sometimes when I'm, I think it's usually when I'm on the web, uh, just trying to open something, and it says, "Do you want to sign into Google account now?" Yeah, it happens all the time, and I don't know how to get rid of it. Sure. I do have Google Maps um, app, but I I just I deleted the Chrome app that I okay. had. Okay, I. Personal preference, I would delete the Google Maps app. It's a very, very good app, but you would not believe how much it's tracking your every movement and selling that information. You've uh, got the a app, app on, yeah, the on the, the, the built-in Apple Maps app is awesome. Uh, I use what? it everywhere yeah. I go. Yeah, it's the it's built right in. It'll tell you the hours of the store before you go there. It'll tell you they're closed. It'll tell you that you're going to take you longer to get there. It'll tell you what credit cards they accept to give you a phone number and a link. And it's it's awesome. So I did a comparison a couple of times, and I found just the routing was a little bit not off, but not as direct sometimes? No, there's a reason for that. Because the direct route that Google was going to send you on, and, and again, it's a very, very good app, but the Apple Maps updating on its accuracy of traffic flows, I find to be much faster. We've done it with uh, Emma, our student, and I'll get her to run a direction sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's telling me that we should turn left here, where hers is going straight through. And then I look on the map and I said, uh, there's a big delay. It's red on that street, and yours is not showing that. So it might not it might be a longer distance, but it's calculating considering considering traffic. 
Yeah. And trying to find you the shortest But it's personal preference. It's like wine. But I think that's one of the reasons you're doing that. So when you're looking up stuff on the web, you're clicking on the, you're using the Safari web app? So I, I am using yeah. yeah. Okay. Part of what this is is um, because by default Google is the search engine, That's uh, and it will do headed. two different things. Is one is when you go to type in a search, it might pop up from the bottom saying, you know, change how you search, blah blah blah. Yeah, Try right. cr- the Chrome app, or when you do a search, if you're not signed into Google, it will keep saying, yes. oh, this search could be more tailored to you if only you've signed into your Google yes, account. Because then they can sell that. I so this is an easy fix. Those. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you can settings, Safari. Yep. So settings, Safari, and then change your default search engine over to, oh. to Bing from Microsoft. No, 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 no. Okay. I do not agree. I'm I lo- I'm getting so sick of Bing. It's driving oh. me mental. Okay. Well, again, I would rather create a burner Google account and sign into it so that it shuts up. Bing is just so, it's not. Wow. Good. Okay. I use it for everything I do. I show it for all my clients and I think probably 99% have said, wow, this is way better. It hassles you for cookies all the time. It always forgets your preferences no, and resets it them. No, I have honestly. problems with it like non Okay. Well, then we need to talk because yeah, yeah. I honestly do not have that and I don't have that with clients because <laughs> yeah, they'd be calling into the show to yeah. say that. No, it's it's awesome. Well, a lot of people just get used to the annoying things. No, I don't get any, any annoying. I don't. I can't think of the last time I had an annoying thing yeah, or I had a client million, ask me about it. Tabs. Like, I'll be working and I'll end up with 50 tabs in the browser because it insists on opening everything in a new tab. No, you can tell it that you don't want right, it to do but that. but then it forgets it the next time you sign in. Mine doesn't. Uh, I, honestly, I don't sign I, Anyway. <laughs> we can go on. That, that's why we do this show, so you get different perspectives. But I, I would try those two things sure. and see if that solves your and see if that solves your problem, Leona, because I, I just love it. And you can just tap your finger and close all the tabs. The history is there if you need to go back to it. But I never used to have this issue, and I don't think it was since the update. No, no, this is a, a this is. Do you have a Gmail account? I do have a Gmail account. Just so if you just sign into that browser, sure. I mean, it's already tracking you anyway. But if you sign in, then it will stop prompting you to sign in. Yeah, but then it's tracking you, so just stop it from doing that. No. Oh, there's one other important thing that we can do, Leona. Let's check one other important thing. Everybody else, please, follow along in your playbook for this one. Go to settings, and then go down to privacy. Settings, privacy, and security. Make sure the tracking switch is turned off. Overnight, when this first happened... Uh, Google and Facebook lost about 25 to 30% of their revenue because this one switch. Oh, the allow apps to request yeah. to track? Yeah, that should be turned off. Right, right. Location. Oh, tracking, right. Is yeah, your, it's, was your it's, switch on? It's off. Okay, it's off. you're good. But it was off when you looked? It was off. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. so that's not where it's coming from. Yeah. So, I mean, feel free to try and then call me back and say you don't, you don't like it, but uh, I would tr- strongly tr- get yeah. you to try switching that settings, Safari, changer, search engine to Bing. Most people find it finds what they need uh, much quicker. Bri- Brian yeah. is a very brilliant geek and therefore <laughs> likes to be more in control uh, of the stuff where most people just want the things to work. We've done side-by-side searches with, you know, father daughter, mother, son, things like that. And yeah. I say, let's just take a typical, like, what do you guys look for? Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, I got it. And he goes, oh, hold on. I got, oh. And the son's got to click two more clicks. So it's just, mm-hmm. yeah. But but again, it's like wine, Gary. doesn't matter how much it costs. In this case, it's free because it wasn't fine. It's, <laughs> you you have to like it or you're not. Yeah. Quick break and back with more. 
upon the end of our first hour. Well, lots more in the second hour, including if you have a smartphone on Shaw Mobile and it no longer works. We'll tell you what the solution is to that. But Gary, the big one in the news, Google has agreed to pay $100 million a year to Canadian news outlets in order for users of its search tools to be allowed to continue to find content from Canadian news sources. That is a hallelujah moment. It is only half of the equation. We now wait for meta. Yes. We will wait to see. They're saying, no, not going to do that. Well, you you will because it's kind of hard now. The same yeah. thing happened in Australia it, here. Exactly. It's, I mean, it's going to happen the world over. And one of the nicest things about this agreement is if a better agreement is made elsewhere... This one is renegotiable. Yes, and it's also indexed to inflation. You and bet. it's a compromise because the government wanted Google to pay $172 million a year, so it's 100 Google didn't want to be responsible for paying individual outlets, so this agreement means it, the money gets paid to a collective, which will distribute the money to news outlets based on the number of people they employ. Exactly. So, yeah. so I think I'm going to open an online news outlet with 15 different names for myself. <laughs> The regulations, Brian, come out in about three weeks, and we'll find out the details, like who's the collective, who runs it, et cetera, et cetera, which news outlets qualify, all that stuff. That's a win. Devil's in the details. Stay tuned for a second one. Mark my words, if not before the end of the year, 2024, it will happen. Hour number two coming up, including our apps of the year and our word of the year. Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Merry Christmas as we continue on our first Tech Talk of December 2023. Saturday morning, the second, we're live. Sunday afternoon, the third is a rebroadcast. And we'll have a podcast for you to fit in amongst all the other Christmas events going on this weekend. Christmas truck parade, the Langford light up, and Fred in Sydney just point. I should be embarrassed because I've now lived in Sydney. We have the Sydney light up parade on Sunday at 5 p.m. going down Beacon Avenue. I missed that. I will update that in the notes. Sorry. Thank you, Fred, for letting me know. How could you dare miss that? I don't know how I missed that. That's embarrassing. Uh, that, that admonishment would be from me, Gary Byer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Brian Pavlicic, your Tech Talk producer. Salivating his way through our panettone from <laughs> La Familia. I've never had any. <laughs> No, of course not. <laughs> My eyes are closed. There we go. Thank you, Fred, for letting us know about that. There's a bunch of other Christmas events, if you're just tuning in, that are going on. So even though this is a tech show, eh, whatever. It's Christmas, so I put a Christmas event section in the new home for the show notes at tech-talk.ca, and including the Christmas light parade, the light up, and all the Christmas fairs and the lights of wonder. So I will put that one in there in the next commercial break here. A couple important security things before we go any further and reopen the phone lines here. A critical update, Gary, has been released for iPhones and iPads. It has. And you know what? It doesn't even take that long to download. Did it this morning. Yep. 17.1.2, it includes security patches as well as bug fixes and some new features. And the security patches, this is a phrase, unfortunately, worth knowing, zero day. So zero day means that as Apple finds out about them, they discover that bad guys are already they're, using they're them. They're already playing, yep. So the clock is running, so there are two of them there, which hackers have started exploiting to gain access to iPhones. Twelve new features, including uh, the long-awaited journal app. If you uh, keep a diary or something like that, you'll love the journal app iMessage contact verification option to make sure the person who's texting you is really who they mm-hmm. say they are. 
and the ability, Brian will probably like this, the ability to turn off inline predictive text. Uh, I, I'm happy with it. It's usually helpful. Is it inline or is it just above the keyboard? Just above one? the keyboard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. no, that one's, I'm happy to have that one there. Okay, but you can turn it off if you're not. I, yeah, it's good to have <laughs> options. A similar security update has been released for Mac OS Sonoma. So it's Mac OS 14.1.2. And that ties into uh, an email here for you in particular, Brian. This is from Bob and Gail. Mm-hmm. My wife's iMac is now 12 years old and is running very slow. Long lag times to open browsers, check email, etc. And is in dire need of a tune-up. Can you recommend <laughs> a good Mac expert to do the work? <clears throat> the bottom of the ocean. A 12-year-old iMac is a boat anchor, and that's all. It can be recycled. We would not put it Sorry, in the ocean. Yes. No, yes, no, 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 no. Not that I Brian like feels obtuse. strongly about this. but Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's just, there's no, don't put any money into something like that. Anything no. that's eight or nine years old, I'm usually taking in for recycling. Yeah. Like this, and this is in blown way past that. Technology advances so quickly that there's a really good comparison with dog ears. So technology is measured in (laughs) dog years. So if something is 10 years old, it's 90. So if it's in human terms. Yeah. So if it's 12 years old... Yeah, it's just too too far gone. I'm surprised your browser's working, really. It shouldn't be able to load Because we try to do things. When SSDs, solid-state drives, came along a few years ago, it was awesome because overnight it gave us the ability to extend the life of computers that would otherwise be going for recycling um, by by literally three, four years in some cases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In in Apple terms, Apple has basically deemed that thing, it's done. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft has now followed suit uh, with its uh, its need for an eighth generation or newer processor in order to run Windows 11. Yeah. So it's sadly, in a lot of ways, it the, the hardware can still do the job. It can do it not as well as it would new, but the software manufacturers are now dictating, saying no. Yeah, but in this case, this is... This is way too old. Yeah, this is way yeah. too old. So, sorry. The second problem, writing their, reading their email, the second problem is that the play bar on our Sonos system will not reconnect to the group of four play ones, a subwoofer, and a play five. Started dropping out a few months ago, and now when I try to, open quote, find a new product, it simply doesn't respond, even though the flashing green light on the unit indicates it's ready to join the group. A call to Sonos led me around in circles and didn't come close to solving the problem. I would suggest in that one... The people that are awesome in town among others that the best i know are the crew at atlas audio video unlimited yeah they're very good yeah and they stay in very close contact with sonos so they're on top of the glitches and the updates and all that so i would i would bob and gail i would give a call to to atlas audio video and they can have one of the one of the crews stop by and do that it may be a really simple fix they often don't even charge if it's a five minute stop but otherwise but do that. Yes. One other important security one had a bunch of people texting and phoning me about this this week. So I put pictures of both into the show notes. Scam emails that look like from Norton. And these are coming in two different flavors, Gary. Any let me let me, let me start this with with a preface. <laughs> Soapbox is is appearing. Do not use Norton. Yeah. No. Norton has been garbage since Windows XP. Yes. And now even yes. if you want to use it, even if you go to the store and buy it on a Black Friday sale, you still have to give them your credit card online in order yep. to activate it. And they push you to add all kinds of stupid yeah. things. <clears throat> Which doesn't and work. I have no idea how TELUS is 
bundling Norton with their packages. They made one of those dumb deals. That well, they made they a dumb did. deal where if you yeah. do it, they get money. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, this but is... But it hurts their brand, which is why it's a dumb deal. So, so but this is a, a, an egregious thing that I found recently is you, you know, you get Norton and they encourage you to use their Norton Safe Search, which will use Google, but the one ad that Google might put on your search results, Norton will put six. Yes. Yeah. And so, it, there's nothing safe about it. They are just... Yeah, You're just, they're just riding you for advertising dollars. But totally aside from that, this is different. This is a receipt for an expensive subscription to Norton Antivirus, which you did not buy. Yep. A picture of it is in the show notes, item number three. And all they want you to do, if you didn't buy it, to cancel or report this transaction, please call this number. Yeah. And that contacts you to a scam call center in, in India. Yeah, they will offer to reverse the charge, but we'll just want you to let them share your screen to make sure it goes through. If you let them do that, they'll make it appear you got a refund for 10 times the amount, and then they will pressure you to send them the difference. Yep. Oh, sorry, I made a mistake. I'm going to get fired. They'll also try yep. to secretly transfer money out of your account to themselves. Yep. Don't. Don't call a toll-free number for a receipt for something you didn't buy. Go check your bank account or credit card if you are really concerned and think it might be real, and you'll see it's not there. The second half, though, is a bright-colored email warning you that your computer is badly infected because your Norton security subscription has expired. And I put a picture of that one in the show notes as well, and it's got lots of yellow and red. This one's coming from an address at wpoqangel.com, but it could be coming from anywhere. If you click on the Renew Subscription button... It'll take you to a fake Norton screen hosted on a website, this one in France. They'll offer you a renewal at a ridiculously low, low price, just five ninety nine. Oh, wow. Provided yeah, you deal. give them your credit card info. Uh, this is, yeah, and it's really easy to mistake a scam email from Norton because Norton is a scam. So it's hard <laughs> to, to, like, they use these it. same scammy scare yeah. tactics. Yeah. Frank did this, and they literally maxed out his credit card within an hour. Wow. Wow. No. Uh, so, two important lessons. Never call a number in an email, invoice, or receipt for something you didn't order. And two, never click on buttons in emails or texts warning you that something bad will happen if you don't do this immediately, whatever the, this is. There, now, is. there is actually another scam going around Victoria right now where uh, you're going to get a call from Amazon. Yes. Uh, hi, it's uh, Amazon. We uh, we have this charge on your account. If you, didn't, if you did not order this, press, this button. press 1. To yeah. connect to one of our people. Yeah. Yeah, don't press one. It's the same one. It's yeah. the same call center scams yeah. in India. And again, sorry to people of Indian heritage, but this has become a massive industry it in has. India. Entire office buildings, call centers in Canada is a prime target. Now, the one thing about these Norton ones, so we help people with this, and I realized I didn't have a place where you could send these scam emails. Even though we're not fond of Norton as a service, mm-hmm. we would rather protect other people. Yeah. So those of you on the Windows uh, Outlook mail app that replaced the Windows mail app, you have a block button. You also have a report button, which sends it to Microsoft Security, blocks it and deletes yep. it. And that's good. But before you do that, if you want, forward the email to Norton's security team so they can try and track these characters down and shut them down so other people not as astute yeah. as you won't get tripped. And so I put that address into my updated list of how to report phishing emails. That's a long list emails. you've got now, eh? 
two pages. So yep. you'll see on the back of page two, Norton Lifelock. You send it to spam at Norton. But there's a typo there. I just realized it says Norton. Norton, yes. Sorry, late night. I will spam at NortonLifelock.com. Okay, so please apologize. And if you're going to do that, I will fix that. I'm putting an asterisk. I will fix that one and re-upload the PDF there. But spam at NortonLifelock.com. There you go. One other important one. This is my soapbox because this is embarrassing. We warn you about lots of legitimate stuff, but sometimes people with the best of intentions, in this case police and law enforcement in Mm -hmm. the U.S., warn you about things that are totally false, and this is a big one. I have four or five people reach out to me this week saying, in one case she said, can you come over and turn off name drop on my iPhone? And I go, okay, I could, but why? She goes, well, I heard on the news that that's allowing people to steal my contact info, and it's on my daughter's phone as well. What? So I looked it up. Mm -hmm. The the news stories are there. They're wrong. They're totally... It's not like this is a gray area. So here's the thing. They're warning you that anyone can place their iPhone next to yours or your child's iPhone and automatically receive their contact info. What they're talking about is the new feature in iOS 17. When you place two phones next to each other, contact cards containing an email and a phone number appear on both devices. But they appear with on-screen prompts, share or receive only. So if you don't tap one of those and the other person doesn't tap one of those, nothing happens, nothing. You have to literally tap share or receive only before anything can happen. Can I get on my soapbox for a sec? Okay. But anyway, this, before you do, okay. if you see a post urging you to immediately disable name drop, don't tell them. And if you yep. know somebody that's asking you, please spread the word because it's a great feature. Anyway, sorry, soapbox. Soapbox. Uh, this is my beef with journalism in, in today's society. This isn't that the story is wrong. It's that the story wasn't fact-checked. Yes. The police were doing what they think they were doing best. Yeah. The journalist did not check the facts. Because there's so few journalists, because there's so few, Bingo. so little money, because it's and all going for ads on Facebook and Instagram. 50, what used to be 15 minutes of fame is now yep. five seconds of TikTok. Yep, that's exactly it. Yep, there we go. Okay, on that fun note, phone lines are back open. Love to help you out if you've got any questions. By the way, if you're just tuning in, uh, Gary is auctioning off an entire computer package for CFAX Santa's Anonymous, and the current high bid is Diane at $1,000. We'd love to take a higher bid by phone, text, or email while we're live on Saturday. If you're listening to us on Sunday or during the week, you can check the show notes to see what the high bid is, and if you'd like to go above it, it'll go right through until Thursday, end of business, and then Gary will announce it live on Friday on the Miracle on Broad Street on CFAX. So there we go. The entire package can be seen with the picture with the list of all the stuff in it at tech-talk.ca. Back with more after this. As we continue, 20 after the hour on Tech Talk with Helen and Gary and Brian, Eitan Rubini will be here next weekend as we get ready for the Christmas Victoria Mac and iOS user group meeting, which Brian will not be on Zoom. Woo! It will be what we used to do. In person. In person at the ProPatria Legion. Well, that'll be next Saturday, and the meeting is next Wednesday, not this coming Wednesday. Back to the phone lines and Richard. Hi, Richard. Hello. How can we help? Well, um, I think the gentleman that I talked to at the very beginning may have helped. Um, That's Brian. Okay, Brian. Um, The problem is, is I just got 
365 onto my computer. It was all uh, upgraded and uh, the tech that was here. That was me. I think I helped you do that. It was. It was you. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a big job. And you got rid of the 2007 and all that. So now I am unable to just click on a file in uh, in my files. Yes. Double click on it, and it comes up with how do you want to open this file? Word. Okay. Oh, it always- should. Okay, we need to change that so it just knows that instruction automatically. So, can you right-click on one of those files? Oh, I think it. Is, I think it is. The, it is the default app, right? You you said you worked with the tech last night. Anyway, uh, okay, yeah. So I'll show you a trick. Anybody else where you find things are opening, Gary, with the wrong tool? It's like it's saying which can opener did you want to use? I want to tell you which one to use automatically, unless you tell me otherwise. Oh, but it won't. It won't open at all. Okay, so we're okay. gonna we'll try the rule first. So right-click yeah. on the file name. Okay. And you're going to get right. a bunch of choices. Right-click, and you want the choice open with. Okay. And when you click on that and you click open with, you want to go down to the last option, choose another app. Okay. And you're going to get a pop-up list, and you should see, you should see Microsoft Word 365 there. Okay, I've got to open with more. No. You don't see Microsoft 365? Or you don't see no. Word? You don't see Word on the list? No. I see Word pad. Uh-oh. No. Word okay. is missing. I've, had to, I've done a, an office repair has, has fixed this for me. I see Word at the very top. Okay, oh, so right. click on that and then check the box at the open that says always use this app to open .docx files. Okay, click. And then click OK. Drum roll, please. Does this work? I got that little circle and uh, the icons at the very bottom flashed, but no, it did not. Okay, in that case, there's a problem with Word itself. So now can you close that down, please? Thanks for bearing with us. And open up Word itself. The big W down at the bottom. And then when it says, what do you want to do here? Click on blank document to make it easy. And this is good for anybody else. If you have this problem, open up okay. Word, create a blank document, go up to File in the top left. Okay, File. Go, go down to Account at the bottom of that column. Okay. Account. And then Update Options in the middle of the screen. I see it. Check for updates. Update now, disable updates. No, update, update now, update now. Okay. Now, Gary... Richard and everybody shouldn't have to do this, but Microsoft, for some reason, hasn't got an easy way short of those five steps of making it update. And they're updating so often that sometimes left hand gets behind the back, the right hand, and things go into coordination. Did you get a pop-up saying downloading updates? Uh, Yes, it was downloading. Yes, it is. Okay, so you can see that little Microsoft 365 icon down at the bottom right. You can click on it. It'll just work away. So go do something for a few minutes. It will give you two more pop-ups staying installing updates, need to close your programs, and then it'll say updates are installed, you're good to go. So go back and try that. We'll leave you on hold, and then go back once the updates are all finished. I would restart your computer even if it doesn't ask you to after you get that message that updates were installed and then see if that solves a problem. And if not, then it's a problem with that file.
but we can work on that too. Okay. So try that. We'll leave you on hold and we'll come back in a few minutes and check to see how we made out. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Richard. So again, anybody else, if you have that problem, open up. It doesn't have to be Word. It's just the easiest one. Word, blank document, file, account, update options, update now. And that, Brian, most of the time solves the problem. Yeah, exactly. And then if that, again, if that doesn't happen, then you can go in through your managing your apps and you can force it to repair. Yes. Um, a couple homework videos of note for you this weekend. I've updated the, the playlist of all the best Christmas ads to include Apple's Christmas video, which, Gary, you watched. I did. Uh, it's a bit of a tearjerker. Yeah. Not going to tell really, you any more really than well that. Done. It's really, really well done. A combination of live action and animation. I initially thought it was going to be all animated, but... Yeah. It, uh... Yeah bit of a surprise. And WestJet's Christmas Miracle is there. It is. The Um, the problem for WestJet is they've done such amazing ones that even when they do... This one becomes amazing but mundane. Yeah. It's it's, it's still still, good. It's a good story. Yeah. But it's now expected. Yeah. It's basically uh, um, surprising the people that provide the help, like the baggage handlers, the concierge at the hotel, the people that drive the bus. So the people that make all the other part of WestJet travel work. Oh, they got the surprise this time. It wasn't yeah. the um, yeah. flyers, whatever they yeah. called. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of neat one. Um, we also have a Christmas sign of the week from our friends at Microsoft in Austin from El Arroyo down at the bottom. Not going to mm-hmm. say any more on that. Go to the bottom of the notes. Um, a surprise Christmas hit came off the Jimmy Kimmel show this week when he invited on his competitor for late night, Jimmy Fallon and Megan Trainer. Good morning. really cool. I put it into the show notes. It's down there. Item number 43. But uh, from the techie side here, uh, we've been talked a lot, Brian, about the big new sphere that is opened up in Las Vegas. Yes. And guess what? If you're not going to Las Vegas, but you're on the other side of the Atlantic, Fred Mills and the B1M crew say they're about to get a slightly smaller twin in London. The London ball is going to have a diameter of 120 metres, the same as the London Eye. And it's due to be 96 metres tall, which is the same height as Big Ben. With a capacity of 21,500 people and a $975 million price tag, it comes in just a bit cheaper than its Vegas counterparts. There are actually a few other key differences as well. One of the issues with the Vegas sphere has been how much people want to stop and look at it, but there's nowhere to really do that in Vegas. So what they're going to do in London is they're going to actually build plazas around it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. It's been so entertaining. It's this giant sphere overlooking the city. So there's been all kinds of fun things like emojis staring down at you, Seth Rogen smoking yeah. over the whole city. Well, it's right next to the golf course in Vegas. And so they've got it timed at certain points where the sort of the, the big happy face smile looks out as though it's looking at a tee player. And then its eyes go up in the sky following a golf shot. I don't know how they did that. It's not actually tracking or it's just... No, it's not tracking. Okay, okay. Just <laughs> chances are on the 18 holes, somebody's hitting a shot. Yeah, yeah. And and there's a swing loft that is really, really cool. Anyway, there you go. The, there's that and more homework videos in there. 
Uh, we'll talk more about that in our second hour. Okay, uh, we're going to check back with Richard, see how he made out, and more phone calls, texts, and emails as we continue on Tech Talk. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we roll on for December 2nd and 3rd, I've updated the show notes to put a link in for the Sydney Sparkles Christmas Parade, 5 p.m. Sunday. That is down there as well. I just hit publish. And 10 seconds for those of you listening live, you will see that update on there. So links to everything for the events are all in there. Let's go back to Richard and see how he's making out. Hi, Richard. How did we do with your Word document? We're still doing. It's still downloading. Okay. Mm. So we'll come back. So it's a fairly big update, the most recent one. Mm-hmm. I just triggered it and went away. I didn't check. I normally time these things because I'm a geek, but I yeah. was busy doing other stuff, so I didn't see how big this one is. Is this the. Do we get integration with uh, Copilot yet? This, yeah. This will be the one. That's why this one's so yeah. big. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is going to put in Copilot, Richard. This is your, your AI powered tool up in the top right corner that lets you do all sorts of things. It's like having a personal assistant sitting there to do your beck and call. We'll come back and check on that one there. Uh, a couple other things. We've got a whole bunch of texts here that I'm trying to go through. Okay. Uh, that, 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 that. I First of all, correction. When we told you about the important update for iPhones and iPads, 17.1.2, yep. mm-hmm. I said it also includes new new features. Me bad. That's coming in 17.2, which is due out later this week. Oh, that makes sense. Usually a minor update is a feature update. Yeah, because I wondered about that last night, but my brain was in 18 places trying to get all the stuff for the show notes. So, brain fart. Thank you to those of you that have corrected me. I love the corrections. Don't mind those at all. Yeah, keep us on our toes. Yes, there we go. Um, I will fix that. Okay, now what else is here? Okay, uh, hi Tech Talk on my iPhone SE 2. I'm still on iOS 16.7.2 as I'm worried about adjusting to all the changes in iOS 17. I don't need all the bells and whistles. And I've heard that there are issues connecting with Wi-Fi. What should I expect if I update? And can I update over the air? Yes, um, it is a really big update, so I would please make sure. If you're on Internet 50, you're going to be fine. Just trigger the update. It's not so much that they're... It's not going to change everything on you. It's just going to add in, Gary, a whole bunch of new features. Yep. Some features you're never going to use. Yeah, but there's a few that I think you'll really love. The big one is the voicemail now. When somebody calls you and you don't recognize the number, you tap the voicemail button. It plays them a short greeting. And if they leave you a message, you will see the words they are speaking live on the screen and then you go, oh, my God, that's the doctor's office. Answer. Yeah, so that that one right there, taking pictures, you get a level now, so you mm-hmm. can make sure you're not taking crooked pictures of the ocean or the, or the Christmas trucks, things like that. There's a link in the old show notes. I will make sure that it's updated in the new notes there. But if you go to the old show notes and you go down, go down uh, just above the homework videos, it says show notes prior to November 2023 are here. If you click on that and then click on iOS 17 new features, you'll be able to see the new features that you, that you would care about before um, before you go there. We've I haven't the, anybody We've say, got the PDF, right? We could embed the PDF in today's notes? Yes. Or is the, or yep. is the OneNote more current? No, no, nope. we can embed the okay, PDF. I can do that right now. Yay, thank you. Oh, yeah. Multitasking here. 
uh, what to do with my old, please respond to the message about what to do with an old iPhone 8. iPhone 8, I would... mm, Is that one that could go down to Haiti, Gary? I think that's pushing it. That's why it's pushing it now. The the 8s are now... They're old. I was in seeing Sing at Black Apple on Quadra uh, Kings yesterday, helping me with uh, getting a replacement phone for a fellow who dropped his a few times too many. Uh, thank you, Sing, for your help there. Um, and with, there was a lady that had stopped in, and she had taken apart her phone because the screen was broken a couple of years ago, and she wanted to take it because she's got a really nice, uh, I think she was a Galaxy S23 Ultra, didn't want to take that to Mexico City for right. fear of it being stolen. So she was going to use this old phone. And I said, one of the problems about Mexico in particular is because they don't have home phones. Um, everybody's got a mobile phone. So they've upgraded their technology even more than we have oh, here yeah. in Canada. So she had a phone that was, I think, a 6S. And when she goes to a place like Mexico, Brian, it's mm-hmm. not going to be able to uh, work in most areas because they'll be expecting frequencies that the phone d- didn't exist back when it was made. Oh, yes, this is where we were. Yeah. You can look up by country what uh, cell technology they used. Is yeah. Compatible ones. Yeah. And Carlos Slim, one of the richest men in the world, people in the world, um, built that thing. And I forget the name of the major carrier down there. But, yeah, they've really upgraded their stuff. So if you take a phone that's older than seven years to countries like that, even though the phone might be in perfect shape, hers wasn't. And so we basically said we wouldn't suggest you pay to get a new screen because you're better to find a newer phone that within four years, if you're going to countries like that where you're worried about theft. But with four years is pretty well the cutoff or you'll find that the person next to you can use their phone, but yours says no service. Yes. Because theirs is... Different governments use different frequency allocations. And so they're at... So that one... So iPhone 8... Yeah. And you know, it's it's one of those interesting things we already saw 25 years ago when it was I was with a company called uh, International Mobile Office. Yeah. Analog technology at the same time, the old original brick phones and flip phones... We already saw that emerging countries, countries that had no real infrastructure yet, yes. were going straight to cellular and were passing North America and most European markets in the use of newest technology for cellular because that was their new infrastructure. So yeah. they were spending the money on new versus putting up telephone poles and wires. Exactly. So, and and that, that trend really hasn't stopped. Yeah. So that one there. So if you have an iPhone 8, I would go to settings general all the way down to the bottom and erase make sure first that everything's on iCloud just in case there's anything that phone that wasn't there so do a quick backup first and then erase you'll have to put in the passcode to prove you're the owner you'll have to put in the Apple ID password to prove you're the Mm -hmm. owner if you don't have that information if it's from somebody who's passed away for example you can take it to London Drugs they will plug it in and do a forced erase And then it goes for recycling. And when we say recycling, Brian, Liam is the name of the iPhone robot that Apple right. has that literally disassembles it and takes, and it even measures the integrity of the screws. And if there's no rust, and if they can be, re, if they're still using that micro screw, it'll go in for reuse. If not, it gets melted down. Either way, nothing mm-hmm. goes into the. Yeah. Thing. You know, I've actually had people come into the store with their iPhones or their old Samsung phones. Uh, and say, well, I'll just, I'll just hit it with a hammer. Uh, please don't. 
Yeah. They have batteries in there that can catch on fire. But also if you hit it's, it with a hammer, you break stuff that could otherwise potentially be recycled. Yeah. We want to make sure that your data is all safe. That's very, very important. That's the most so, important. So you can do that one there. Okay. Um, before we go to break here, one other uh, tech item here. We mentioned this in the notes, but a couple people called me saying, what do I need to do? So I'll go over this again. Google has started deleting millions of unused Gmail accounts. This Mm -hmm. is item number 16 in the new show notes. Google has begun deleting ones that have been inactive for two years or more. Now, a couple people called in a panic because they used to be on Gmail, and we forwarded that to Outlook.com so they could stop the spying by Google. That's fine. If you have a Gmail account that's forwarded to another address, it's you won't actually be... St- no, it's still active. It's, it's yeah. People are emailing that, and it's forwarding. Yeah, that's oh, okay. receiving emails counts as active? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Receiving that emails counts as active. That sense, because every email address is getting scammed. Well, because it's being forwarded, so that's like it's you actually forwarding doing it. something. It's an auto-forward, so it's like you, so that's oh, what it, it is. and it recognizes that. Okay. Yep. Yeah, if it was just emails coming in, and you never looked at them, and you never did anything, then that would count as inactive, and you'd get deleted. These are ones that haven't been used since late 2021. So if you have a gmail.com uh, account that's forwarded to another, you're fine. If you have an inactive Google account, and it's about to be deleted, and this is in the notes, number 10, go to accounts.google.com, See if it offers an at gmail.com address you don't use and sign in if it does. If not, try signing in with any non-Gmail address like a Shaw or a Telus. Well, Telus is now Google mm-hmm. or Outlook and see if that's a Google account. And I put a link in there. There's more information on that one there. Okay, quick break and we're back with more. If you are a Swifty or if you have a Swifty in the house... You're about... Hey, don't stick your tongue out, Gary. Jeez. (laughs) Just because it's radio, we're going to make you very happy after this. Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour will be available for streaming here in Canada on December 13th. Mm. Hasn't said where, which platforms. And not only that, but it's going to be an extended version of the movie that was in theaters... Adding the three additional songs. Emma, you were right. Wildest Dreams from the concert is not in there, but it's going to be in this one, along with The Archer and Long Live. No word yet which platforms it'll be on, but you can bet it'll result in a big subscriber boost for those streaming it. It will. December 13th. There you go. Mark that one down. It'll get watched and watched Oh, I'll make sure I'm sleeping. <laughs> that's, uh, that brings up something that uh, a lot of these streaming services are starting to do is bundle deals. So you subscribe to more than one service at a time because they were getting so many in and out. Like I subscribed, I watched the whole season of the show I wanted, yes. and I deleted. Yes. So um, anyway, that made me think of that. There's, I think, what are they? Max is bundling with Netflix. Shoot, no, I don't remember. Yeah, we're going to see right. more, more bundling of streaming services, though. A uh, couple things, couple Christmas tech gift ideas. I will have a proper page just for these. Feel free to submit your suggestions and also where and how much we can buy these things. But Ron, our friend Ron Fraser, mm-hmm. found this one. He showed it to me in the doorstep when I was returning some the other day. It's a plasma-powered lighter and light. Not many people smoke, but what I thought this would be really useful for, uh, Gary and Brian, you outdoors, um, would be people that go camping a lot because the lighter has no fuel, so it's not a, mm-hmm. it's not a fire risk, and it works even in the rain. And it's got a really nice LED light, like a little LED square panel. Yeah. So you can put up the tent in the dark, things like that. And it's, yeah, it's rechargeable, waterproof, 
windproof, and plasma-powered. Oh, yes, I've seen these. This is really cool. There's like a little, like... Um, Spark, like a little, like yeah, four yeah. little pointy... De- and yet, yeah, you, you can do that to start your Kindling or whatever. Ron yes, Boblin yeah. says it works well. I can't find it in any stores. I checked. $22 on Amazon. Item 24 in the show notes for the techie who has everything. And I'll put these back in because we have several people asked. Um, you can find your wallet with the Eufy Smart Track link. It works on both iPhones and Android phones. And the neat thing is, well, you, I think you saw it, Gary. It's the thickness of two credit cards. Mm-hmm. So unlike uh, an AirTag, which we love, it doesn't have a big bump to yep. it. It just slides in there. And again, it works on Android phones as well as iPhones. On an Android phone, you use the um, My Eufy app. But it can still be found. If you lose your wallet, somebody with an iPhone can walk by and it will still ping to yep. let you know that it's there. They also have their own equivalent of the um, of the air tags, because with an air tag you have to buy a holder to put it in to put it on your luggage or yep. on your keys. There, the Eufy ones have a hole punched right through it, and they're also twice as loud. So the Eufy Smart Track link for your wallet is forty bucks. I can only find it at Best Buy stores. The air tag style tracker is thirty bucks, also at Best Buy stores and online. They have a set of four. As well, so there's my first two okay. Christmas techie gifts. If, idea. Uh, if you don't mind, you remember the uh, headsets last year? Yes, that, that the LED lamps. The LED ones. If anybody wants one of those, I do have four in stock. Oh, awesome! Nice. And they are amazing. I use one when I'm uh, playing with my sixty-two Chrysler. Okay, because <laughs> the brand that we were buying last year, the my tech friends and Zengen that made those, they've moved on to other things because everybody's doing knockoffs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I've ordered two of the ones that we think are the best quality. They look the same. Okay. They'll be here this week, and whichever one is the best, I'll put that one into th- The prices come down, they're like $14 now. Oh, nice. Headlamps have become so affordable. Yeah, because they're LED beam, and they work with your hand when you're wearing gloves. You don't have to finicky and try and fit through the to a button. Yeah. So we'll put those. Now, the ones, ones I have there. are the uh, Night Buddy, and they are fantastic. Yes. So Tesseract, Gary's going to be there from noon till 2 to, well, 12.15, because when we finish in 15 minutes. Yep. And that's so you can take advantage, if you're just tuning in, of the laptop special. He's only got six of these, and we thought we'd do this here so you can get it as as a Christmas gift here. Uh, HP EliteBook 14-inch laptop powered by an Intel 8th Gen Core i5. So 8 gigs of RAM and a new superfast 256 NVMe, $380. If you're listening on Saturday... Tesseract on Broughton near Douglas, noon till 2, and then Gary goes home for the rest of the weekend. Um, and noon, that... hey, hey, noon 15 till 2. Okay. I do have to be able <laughs> oh, to walk to work. So you're not going to run? 12. Uh, no. You're, you're better have No, they don't let you. me do that yet. Uh, Open 12, 15. I just updated that. Thank notes. you. Click publish. There we go. Okay, uh, Richard. Uh, Richard's been working patiently to see if he can get his uh, Microsoft 365 updated so a Word document will open. Richard, how are we doing? We are doing way, way better. Sweet. Hey. Excellent. Did, does that mean it, it opened? It does. Yeah. And, uh, All right. Yeah, no. that, that is so satisfying for us behind these microphones, Brian. We, yeah. we, we think we know what these answers are, and we just go knock on one. Please try this, and then yay. Right. We just have a list of things to try, but you, yep. know, you, don't, you never know for sure. Okay, so if you want to do one more thing now, we told it that all .docx's are to open with Word. Yeah. So do that again. Right-click um, on one of your .docx's, open with, 
choose another app, Word always open. And then if you repeat that process with the other main format, the older version, in case you have some old ones, see if you have any .doc files, and which is the precursor to .docx. Yeah. And then right-click, open with. Okay, so I go to, I'm at the drop-down. What do you want to open this file? Go down to the option, choose another app. The last one. Oh, just a sec here. And then you should see Word on the list. Right. Click. Open with. Choose, Choose another app. Yeah. Click on Word and go down to the bottom and check the box that say, always use this app from now on to open .docx. Yep. There you go. Now, if you want to go through your documents and see if you can find a .doc or a .rtf, which is an even older version, and do the same process so they will then open in Word from then on and you'll be set. You could probably just save as a .doc or convert a docx yeah, in case but, you don't have one sitting yeah, around. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Thanks, Thank Richard, for bearing with us. Thank you very much for your help. Anytime. Merry Christmas. All Trails has been named App of the Year by Apple. This was unexpected, Gary. We thought it was surely going to be ChatGPT or another AI one. They went for it. Um, Brian and I have talked about All Trails. We both use it. It's a superb app. We highly recommend it, even if you're just a casual hiker, because it includes trails that even locals don't know about. Excellent information about how difficult it is. Elevation gain. It'll also guide you back to your starting point if you get lost. That's a good one. The free version is great, but if you tend to go out in the backcountry, even like a Isuk, things like that, I recommend you download the free version and try the trial of All Trails Plus, which is $36 a year. It lets you download the trail maps for navigation in areas where there's weak or no cell service. So that's item number 12 in the show notes. Google has chosen Imprint as its app of the year. I didn't know that app. I had to look it up. It's a visual learning app. So if you're not good at learning from words and you do better visually, then it helps you understand complex topics quickly with elegant visuals that clarify key ideas and not only help you stay focused but help you retain the information. Some people go, no, that's not for me. I want a book. I want words. Mm -hmm. But if you are visually oriented, if you learn better from this Try it with the one-week free trial, but after that, it's $16 U.S. per month or $100 U.S. per year. So try the free trial, but make sure you put a reminder into your calendar. Yep. Cancel free trial. You know, give yourself like on the fifth day so you don't forget to do it. Otherwise, it charges your credit card, but it looks really good. I tried it out. Oh, good. Quick break when we come back. Miriam Webster's Word of the Year when we continue our final segment on Tech Talk. Final few minutes of Tech Talk here. A couple things to catch up with here. Authentic is Merriam-Webster's Word of the Year. It's been a high-volume word lookup most years, but they say they saw a substantial increase this year driven by stories and conversations about AI, celebrity culture, identity, and social media. That's Merriam-Webster's. Other words notable for the year. Riz, deepfake, coronation, implode, dystopian, doppelganger, and EGOT. You probably would know most of those except for EGOT. Or Riz. Okay. You do Riz, I'll do EGOT. Oh, see if Gary knows. 
Um, no. Okay. Uh, I don't have them in front of me. I can't remember. Tof- <laughs> All was telling I us know is he got a bad grade. I don't know. Uh, he, no, EGOT <laughs> is um, for people that have won the, the, the Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Ah. Sort of like the triple crown of showbiz. Yeah, EGOT. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and and Tony. Oh, See, I was almost right. right. You got oh. them all. Yeah. Riz? <laughs> oh, it describes a mix of confidence, charm, uh, magnetism, attractiveness, and a certain je ne sais quoi. Yeah, as in a bro who has Riz. <laughs> yes. To, or, to, or it can be used as a verb to charm or to seduce. I'm going to Riz her. So, <laughs> I know, really? I know. Okay, yeah, I, I just like uh, we do, we just share them with you there. Yeah. Tesla has started delivering its cyber trucks two years behind schedule. Yeah, it's it's interesting what analysts are are seeing there and what they're predicting. Uh, while while the truck itself is going to be a lot more expensive than they first thought, fifty three thousand was the original yeah. estimate. Now it's going to be these are Canadian figures Canadian eighty three thousand, yeah. and their payload is a little bit better than they originally thought. Yeah, uh, analysts are thinking the sales will not be as good as they originally thought because the other manufacturers were out of the gate faster. Yeah, and are also building what is considered a really good product. On the other hand, at the unveiling of giving the people the keys for the first twelve, there they showed a video of a Cybertruck out pulling electric trucks from Rivian and mm-hmm. Ford. They also had a Cybertruck handily beating a Porsche 911 in a drag race while towing another Porsche 911. So most of the good electric vehicles will beat a Porsche yeah. 911. And the range—they're up to 540k yeah. on a full charge, and you can boost that to 750. So, but will it power your house for three days in a storm? Exactly. The Ford will. That's where the Ford F-150 Lightning will. Things like that. There you go. Um, SpaceX is going to launch satellites for its competitor, Amazon, which is kind of strange. That's what money will do. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay, got to go. Thanks again for the Santa's Anonymous auction. Oh, it's We're my already pleasure. Up to I'm, a, I'm ecstatic. This is amazing. $1,000 there with that bid. You can make more bids over the next four days. You can even go down and see Gary, get one of those laptops and put a bid in there. Well, thanks again. Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas. Thanks, Brian. Stretson Bozich. <laughs> we will leave you with Jimmy and Megan and wrap me up. See you at the truck parade in the Sydney light-up, and so it goes.